Good morning, it's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Well, the Clippers have done it. They've beaten the Jazz again. They are up three games to two and on the verge of winning the series. And I know for some of you, that's controversial. It's all factual. But for some of you, the series ended last night. The Jazz are done. They lost at home. They can't win in L.A. They won't win in L.A. Conley's out. Donovan's hobbled. It's not going to happen. And you're probably right. But... You got to expect the incredible. You got to, and you'll hear from Donovan Mitchell. You got to figure it out and find a way to get it done. I didn't think the Hawks were coming back when they were down 26 to Philadelphia. You shouldn't come back when you're down 26. You're beaten. And nonetheless, Atlanta did. So, you know, do something extraordinary. Uh, the, the Nets series was tied 2-2 with Milwaukee, and James Harden was, like Donovan Mitchell, a shell of himself, kind of walking around, not driving, not doing his usual stuff, his usual magic. As Donovan said, he's playing on the ground, so is Harden. And uh, <laughs> Durant rose up with a phenomenal game. No Kawhi Leonard, Paul George was awesome. 37 points, 16 rebounds, 5 assists. He was really – he wasn't perfect, but he was very, very good. And he did have a bad turnover, and – Joe Ingles got the steal and got the assist and Rudy got the dunk and the Jazz got back in the game, but they could never get over the hump. They could never tie it up, never take the lead. And so the Clippers, who uh, took the lead in the third quarter, weathered a tremendous storm from the Jazz. Incredible shooting in the first quarter. But they were only down a point, even though the Jazz were shooting 70%. So Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, big first quarter, big game, but not enough. The Jazz could not get stops when they really needed them. And for the Clippers, what a great win, man. You lose your guy, you lose your leader, you lose your star, Kawhi Leonard, and you win on the road anyway. You did what you weren't supposed to do, but Paul George came up big, and role players were really good. You know, Reggie Jackson stepped up, hit some big shots. Some of them were wide open. He, he was gifted some wide-open shots, but, man, he stuck a contested shot. Jordan Clarkson was draped all over him straight away, 18-footer. Bam, knocked it down. thought Reggie Jackson really helped. Morris made some plays, and they did enough, and they get the win. They didn't back down, that's for sure. ton of confidence, ton of competitiveness, and they get the win. Here's their head coach, Tyron Liu, after the Clippers take the lead in the series. Ty, Reggie obviously was extremely complimentary of what Paul did today. You obviously before the game said this was not all on Paul, but 37 points, 16 rebounds, knowing the reception he gets um, with his performances, good and bad throughout the year. What do you make of his statements tonight? That was a big statement. I mean, just all that all side noise, it really doesn't matter. Like, they just try to make up anything, you know. But, I mean, he's a great player. Like I said, tonight, you know, he carried us. He had to step up in that first half. He really, you know, he really dominated offensively. And then second half, he made some great passes. We didn't knock down shots every time, but he made some good reads as well. And I thought just, you know, like I said, having those rebounds was, was key because it was a stretch with Goldberry really hurt us on the glass. But for PG to have 16, you know, rebounds, um, that was huge. So it's a total team effort. Man, like I said, I'm proud of our guys. We've been in these situations before. You know, the guys had to step up and be ready to play. And um, every guy that played tonight contributed. And that's a team that we have. Um, mentally tough, mentally strong. And we just keep fighting to the end. Last year, you guys went through stretches where the lineups were uh, all over the place. There were injuries. And it seemed like that was something that hobbled the team's potential of the lack of continuity. Why this year do you guys seem to have gained strength from uh, not playing with regular rotations and playing shorthanded? Why, why is there such a difference this year, do you think? 
Um, I mean, I don't know. We just wasn't afraid to, to try new things. I mean, we tried a lot of different guys in a lot of different positions. Um, a lot of guys got a lot of time playing with each other when guys were out. And um, we just had to find ways to win. Sometimes it was ugly, um, but we had to do it. And I just think, you know, guys being out this season, playing a lot of different combinations, a lot of guys in a lot of different positions, um, that's really helped us, you know. And like I said, with Kawhi going down, you know, for guys to step up, playing out. Like, we had T-Man playing the five today, you know. So, um, guys just step up. We just plug guys in. We just continue to keep playing. As long as we play the right way, we play together, and we have that tough toughness about us, and we're going to be fine. Okay, we'll move over to Mark Medina. Hey, Ty, good to see you. Congrats on the win. Um, you touched on PG's performance, but were there any leadership moments that jumped out to you that Paul showed, whether it was, you know, after you guys learned the news about Kawhi's injury or team meetings in the huddles? What sort of things jumped out to you with that? No, I mean, just this morning, you know, before shooting, I said, T, I got us. And um, he said the same thing after the game. He said, man, just thank you for trusting and believing in me, you know, all season long. And I said, man, come on, are you serious? Like, he's been phenomenal. So, um, like I said, he did that tonight. Uh, Marcus was, was great, set the tone early, you know, offensively. You know, T-Man's big play down the stretch. Reggie's two big threes down the stretch. You know, we all just, you know, stuck together, and uh, we found ways to win. And that's what you got to do when you, when you want to compete for a championship. Okay, we'll move over to Ramona. Hey, Ty, you mentioned about Paul, and, you know, he's he's a guy that takes a lot of criticism sometimes in the past, maybe after last year and everything, and he, he always just says that's in the past, it's in the past. How did you help him sort of move forward uh, from what happened last year and, and take a fresh attitude towards this year, and especially now in these playoffs? Um, just showing him the confidence that I have in, you know, putting the ball in his hands, letting him make plays, um, using him in different ways, off pin downs, you know, ISOs, running, pick and roll. So I'm um, just moving around a little bit and let him do a little bit of everything. But just having the confidence in him, you know, um, if you go out, go out, guns blazing. And um, that's what he did for us tonight. And um, I have a lot of respect for PG. Like, you can't judge a guy's career or what they do off of one series or a guy. Like, I mean, I know a lot of great players that have bad series or a bad game or a bad two games in a series. But, you know, whenever he has a bad game, they want to make a big deal of it. So, I mean, it's, it's whatever. You know, just keep playing. Keep being who you are. And at the end of the day, you know, um, you can live with the results. Okay, we'll move over to Law. Hey, Ty. Uh, you, you've been poised all year. But I, I feel like there's a different kind of poise that comes with seeing a home team make 17 threes in the first half. How did you kind of, you know, keep your poise in this game and see them, see the Jazz eventually miss 16 straight threes within the same game? Well, I think the key to the whole game was coming in at halftime, they made 17 threes and we was only down five. You know, we knew we had to clean up some, some things and um, get into Bogdanovich, make him put it on the ground, no short closes. And the same with Clarkson. When he had the ISOs, not backing up, let's get into him, make him drive the ball inside a three-point line, which we did a great job of. So, um, you know, then making 17 threes and only being down five on the road, like I was, I felt great about it. You know, I knew we had to clean some things up, but being only down five and, you know, having a chance to, to win a game at the end of the game on the road, you know, I really felt good, you know, at halftime. Okay, last one. Uh, last question. We'll go to uh, Farbon. Hey, coach! Congrats on the win. Um, you know, this game kind of reminded me of games, you know, th- uh, three and six against the Mavericks, where there were so many moments where you guys could have folded. You know, with when the Jazz were kind of getting their runs or they hit so many threes. How did you kind of get the team to keep their composure? And just how proud are you of these guys for having so much resilience all year? 
Um, I'm very proud of the guys. Like you said, to come in and play in a hostile environment, you know, 2-2, you know, in a big playoff moment, you know, when your best player is down. I mean, it just shows a lot about our team. And we've been talking about it all year. You know, we're not going to point the finger. We're not going to blame anyone. If anyone's to blame, I'll take the blame and take the criticism. But our players all year long have been great. You know, they've been phenomenal staying together. You know, no bickering back and forth. When things get tough, uh, we come together. And um, that's the kind of culture I wanted to try to establish here. And uh, like I said, I'm just so proud of our guys. You know, even the guys that didn't play, like Zoo didn't play in the second half, just, you know, him being positive in the way he was on the bench. Just want to win. It's all about winning. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about our team and about our organization. And we just want to win. There is Ty, Tyron Lue. When we come back, Paul George with a message for Jazz fans, asked about Jazz fans. Um, interesting and a really poised, measured response from him. We'll get to that coming up. And then uh, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert later in the hour on what went wrong. Stay with us. Friday. This is what I made of. Uh, this is for the throne in the kingdom. Oh, Donovan Mitchell! Do it die, do it now if you believe it. The Utah Jazz, the L.A. Clippers. They'll show up for this game. Game six. The Jazz Live pregame show kicks off at seven with tip-off at eight. On your home for Utah Jazz basketball. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Well, a bitter playoff loss for the Jazz. We can debate about whether it's the Jazz' worst loss. Um... You know, there were some bad ones in the 90s, certainly, and they and they stung. And I can think of, you know, three or four of them right off the top of my head. Uh, some of you, you know, are too young to have been fans back then. So it's your worst loss. And if you say it's your worst loss with the Jazz, uh, you know, and you're 30 years old, yeah, I get it. I get it. And in the 90s, there were some brutal ones. And this was a bad one. And Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's out. And, man, Paul George came through. Uh, he can call himself Playoff P if he's going to play like that. I don't think you should be giving yourself nicknames. But if you do, you got to back it up and my gosh 37 points 16 rebounds five assists paul georgia was really good here he is after the game tonight you had a stat line nobody in franchise history has had you guys are one game away from going nowhere where this franchise this franchise has been i want to talk to you about season the moment what that means to you coach uh, lou said he had that conversation with the with the team earlier today talk about that conversation the season the moment and how that manifests itself tonight uh, was this? You know, it was no secret. Um, I knew I had to be big um, tonight, and uh, I've got to be big going forward. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it was just no secret coming into this, um, and um, you know, I just uh, first put faith in God, believed in myself, my teammates trusted me, um, T. Lou trusted me, and um, you know, I thought we just we we lived in a moment and. Um, we, we just played our hearts out tonight. Okay, we'll move over to Owen. Well, uh, Ty said that you told him in the morning shoot-around, I, I, T, I got this. Um, I was wondering, what was your reaction when Kawhi told you guys that he wasn't going to be able to play and that you might be moving forward without him, at least for this series? Oh, man, it was a, you know, it was a blow. Um, it was a tough blow. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, we, we, we don't want nothing but the best for Kawhi. Um, it's a positive. He can get some rest. Um, hopefully we can hold it down. Um, but it's a positive. You know, he's, he's uh, you know, got a new baby boy. Um, 
here. Um, a lot of positives, a lot of love uh, for him and his family. Um, you know, we just uh, we we, we got to do what we do. We got to come together. Uh, we're our our season is alive uh, because of um, you know his his you know shouldering of all the work that he's done. Um, and so, you know, we, we got to hold it together and, and, you know, continue to keep this uh, boat afloat um, until he returns. Okay, we'll move over to Ramona. Hey, Paul, you know, Ty's, Ty's talked a lot about trusting you and showing you that trust. You just mentioned that, you know, they, they've trusted you all season. How, how important is that for you? And what has that meant to you that, that your, your coach and your teammates have shown you that, that kind of trust this season, especially tonight? Um, it's everything, you know, it's everything. Um, you know, I'm, I know I'm not going to be perfect. Um, you know, but T. Lewis trusts me in every situation. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, I learn from my mistakes. I'll get better along the way. Um, uh, but he's allowed me, um, uh, to make mistakes and grow from it. And, and he's done that all, all season long. And so, um, he's continuing on to trust me. The team continues on to trust me. Um, so, you know, I got to go out there. I got to play and uh, just continue to be me. Okay, we'll move over to Bill Plasky. Yeah, is this what playoff P looks like? Um, sure. Okay, we'll move over to Mark Medina. Hey, Paul, good to see you. Congrats on the win. It looked like you were enjoying some back and forth with the Jazz fans throughout the game. What did those moments mean to you, given the dominant performance you had and also, you know, hearing some of the jeers from them earlier in the series? Um, I mean, this is uh, – you love it. I mean, you, you love it. It's as hostile as it is, as much as um, they're against me. Um, they're against me for the right reasons. You know, they, they love their team. Uh, they're passionate, uh, community passionate state uh, of their basketball. Um, it gets no better, um, you know, when it comes to, to you know that that energy and, and and you know how loud is this this crowd gets. They're up there with the best of them, so uh, um, it's 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 fun. I enjoy it. I look forward to it. Um, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to play in front of these fans. It would take a few more and move over to Law. All right, Paul. You discussed trust between you and Ty and the trust that Ty puts in you. How about the trust that you got to put into the game plan, especially when the Jazz were hitting 17 threes in the first half, you guys were close. You know, how did you kind of trust your teammates, trust yourself, trust the coaching staff, the game plan, uh, that everything was going to work out in the end? Yeah, we, I mean, we had to just stick with it. We had to stick with it. They came out hot. Um, you know, only thing we we were thinking that they can't sustain it. You know, at, at one point, I think they were they shot thirty or thirty seven of their attempts um, or something like that. You know, so most of their shots were threes. Uh, we we just knew we had to weather it um, at some point. Hopefully, we could we could cool them down. Um, but we 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 couldn't rely on that. We had to come back and attack them on the other end, and um, you know be aggressive. You know, that's really what it came down to. Um, and so we were able to make plays. We were able to keep the tempo going, push the pace. Um, Mook was phenomenal tonight. Reggie was phenomenal. Uh, T-Man, big moments defensively, offensively. Um, 
know, Nico defensively, I mean, it was just a great team group, uh, team effort win. Um, you know, they, they just made my job easy tonight. Okay, we'll move over to Miriam. Hey, Paul, congrats, man. Um, Ty has talked all, all season about poise and keeping calm and, and obviously, in these playoffs, you guys have gone down. You've lost Kawhi. Like you mentioned, the 17 threes that they had. What does he do for you guys? Or how, how does he sort of instill that in you? And, like, what, what do you see from him that's able to sort of share that with you guys? Uh, what does T. Lou do? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, T. Lou is a pretty even kill dude. You know, he's uh, split right down the middle. Um, never, never up. Never down. And so, um, you know, we take his identity, you know, um, throughout the game, game of runs. Uh, we never get, you know, rattled. We kind of stay po- poised. Um, and, you know, we stay right down the middle. So we take after his identity. And, um, you know, it's great. You know, he, he's, he, he, he just keeps us going. He keeps us going. Again, it's just positive. Um, and, he, and he allows guys to just be themselves, play their games. Um, and that's the reason why, you know, this, this, this team and, and individual has been so successful in his, you know, under his leadership. Okay, we'll move over to Rebecca Harlow and then close out with Rachel Nichols. Hey, PG. Yeah, just with the way that you talked about how you knew you needed to step up in this game, it was a hostile environment. You weathered the storm. You did it. You were fantastic. Is there anything that you learned about yourself Tonight, I mean, I know the guys trust you, but for you personally, what'd you learn? Um, oh, not you know, not much, not 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 anything that I didn't know already. I've I've been in in Indiana where, um, you know, I, I, I had to lead a franchise, um, you know, and so um, the beauty here is I get to do that uh, with one of the best um, in the world in Kawhi. Um, and, you know, now Kawhi's down, you know, it, it was just that mindset being back in Indy, um, you know, having to, you know, set the tone um, and, and come out and uh, lead the ball, the ball club. Um, that's really the mindset that I came out with. So um, it was nothing that I had to prove. It was nothing that, you know, I, I had to uh, be surprised about myself. Um, you know, I just dug into a place where that I've been already in my career. And um, again, it just came down to trust. Everybody just, you know, allowed me to lead. And, um, you know, they, they, they kept pushing me and um, they just kept me into a, a great, you know, uh, mental space. We'll close out with Rachel. Hey, Paul. As someone who covered you in Indianapolis and remembers you there, what do you remember about that? It felt like to me when you were there, there was a lot of sort of, hey, I'm young and anything is possible and kind of let's figure out what this is all about. What do you, what do you remember from that time and those playoff series? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think back then it was uh, – it was more so just um, playing off of, you know, adrenaline, playing off of athleticism, um, you know, and, and uh, whereas up to this point, you know, because of those moments, because of the matchups against LeBron, um, playing against a tough New York team, um, playing against, you know, uh, or battling against Atlanta, battling against Washington because of those matchups uh, as a young guy. Um, it just, you know, it, it helped me mentally just to grow um, into a leader. And uh, as a young guy, the, the vets allowed me to lead. 
And, um, you know, again, coming into tonight, that's that's really where my mindset was. I dug into that space of coming in to try to lead a team, um, you know, being down uh, uh, a big piece um, that's that's irreplaceable. I know I had to step in and kind of fill some of the holes that wide world for us. So, um, you know, that's just what a mindset was coming into tonight. Was there a particular game from back in those Pacers days that sort of sticks with you as your your favorite Pacers playoff performance? Um, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of special moments of growth. Um, but, you know, mostly was uh, the Toronto Raptors matchup uh, where I thought I really grew as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was uh, – that was probably one of, uh, you know, my best uh, playoff series um, where I just gave everything I had, every possession. All right, there's Paul George. When we come back, we'll hear from the Jazz, Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. I, Donovan will cuss a couple times. Got to bleep that out, but he's pretty frustrated. And uh, when you hear the message, you'll probably just nod and agree. We'll do that next. Tomorrow. Do or die game. This is what I'm made of. Uh, this is for the throne and the kingdom. Oh, Donovan Mitchell! The Utah Jazz, the L.A. Clippers. They'll show up for this game. Game six. The Jazz Live pregame show kicks off at seven with tip-off at eight. On your home for Utah Jazz basketball. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Jazz get beat by the Clippers, and it is time for the best of the postgame show. Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jake's got them all. It's your Jazz recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jazz now in a hole in their playoff series against the Clippers. They lose 119-111. They trail three games to two in their best of seven playoff series. Jazz were red hot. They made a franchise record 17-3 pointers in the first half uh, yet only had a five point lead 65 to 60 at the half the Clippers came out outscored the Jazz 32 to 18 in the third quarter and uh, then uh, had the game pretty much in command uh, for the rest of it Donovan Mitchell had 21 points last night Bogdanovich with 32 Clarkson had 15 coming in off the bench but Paul George was amazing 37 points 16 rebounds five assists lead the way for the Clippers Marcus Morris uh, had 25 and Reggie Jackson had 22. Let's get some post-game sound for you. Let's start things off with Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. It seemed like um, the defense was having issues throughout the game just in terms of making rotations, uh, stopping three-point shooters. What did you think about uh, how the defense performed throughout the game? Well, we we had we had a trouble in, in transition defense in the first half, I thought. Not that our half court was, was great, but um, you know, I thought we we made we were we, you know we made shots in the first half, and I didn't think we we took advantage of that fact because we gave up some easy baskets, and then you know obviously uh, in the second half there there was you know different things on too many possessions where you know we tried to execute something and we didn't do it on on the level that we need to. Um, you know, I think it, 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 those breakdowns ultimately, even even if you're in rotations, which you know we're, we're going to be at, at certain points, particularly if we're trying to to give help on on PG when when he's going. But 
you know, th- those things, we've just got to be better in, in those areas. And it, it's kind of, it goes up, up the chain of a possession where they begin to get an advantage and then, you know, we're behind. Matthew calls AP. As hot as you guys were from the perimeter in the first half, I think you missed 16 straight threes you know, bridging the first and second halves. What can you do to generate offense when the three-point three-pointers aren't falling? That, that's kind of a, you know, the, the question kind of about our team, you know, we, we, I thought in the third quarter, we didn't get as good of looks, you know, I, I thought some of those shots were, were just harder shots, lower percentage shots, but, you know, we're not a team you know, that that's who we've been the whole season. And, and, you know, we have to get, get good ones. Um, and a lot of times you can get those in transition or we can get that when we get in the paint and are able to make plays for each other. Um, you know, th- there's some of them for us that, you know, you, you want to get to the rim oftentimes, um, you know, th- th- that early three is, is, is it really is, is the best shot for us. And it, it has been during the course of the season. So, you know, we've had plenty of games, um, you know, where we, we keep shooting and, you know, you, we start making late and we, we had some really good looks late, I thought as well. And, you know, if we, if we turn those down and their defense gets set and, you know, they're switching pick and roll and they're able to stay in front. Um, we usually get up against the shot clock. So um, in spite of the fact that those shots aren't going in, you know, I, I think they're still good shots, um, you know, for our group. And, and as far as what the strengths and weaknesses of our team are offensively. So, you know, you, you don't want to stop shooting, um, but you also want to do things that can get you better looks. Um, and I thought particularly in the third, I thought we began to get some better looks as, you know, as it went on, but the biggest issue you know, is we, we weren't getting stops and, and that that's a big thing for us. Cause you know, those, those stops usually generate, you know, the kind of threes that we saw in the first half. Tim McMahon, ESPN.com. Quinn, how big of a concern is Donovan's ankle at this point? And uh, what do you think of the way he's playing despite uh, some obvious limitations? Um, you know, kind of the segue on the, the, the last question, you know, we're asking Donovan, you know, again, that's one of the reasons for us to get out and transition because it takes some of the load off him. Um, we, when we get into the half court, you know, he, he's carrying a huge load, you know, not just trying to create offense for himself, but for, you know, for the group. So um, they'll continue to evaluate him and, you know, see where he is after after tonight and, you know, continue to, to monitor that and make decisions going forward that um, obviously have Donovan's best interest at, you know, first and foremost in mind. And Anderson, KSLSports.com. Piggybacking off that, Quinn, what, what does your team lose offensively when he's not able to explode to the rim, Donovan, uh, that is outside of just his own isolation scoring? Well, you know, he, he's the guy, you know, in our group that, that is really oftentimes – 
you know, has the responsibility and it, it can be a heavy one of, of generating, you know, whether, like I said, generating shots for himself or, um, you know, going by and creating and, and getting other people looks. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's a lot. And, and, you know, he's, he's shown his capability of, of making those plays you know, throughout the year. And, and obviously in the playoffs as well, the level that he's played at, but um, you know, if they're double team him, you know, blitzing him in pick and roll coming to hit um, off the nearest man, you know, he, he's got to get off the ball. Um, and that, that's what he does because, you know, it's hard to play one against two. So and as the ball moves out, that's, you know, that's where we got some good looks in the second half. Um, you know, but as I said, you know, we've had some other guys that stepped up. You know, I thought Boyan obviously had a, a big night for us. JC in the first half really, um, you know, got it going. And I thought gave us a lot of momentum there when I felt like maybe we, we could have been ahead more than we were if it weren't for some, you know, some from, from some mistakes defensively and, as I said, transition defense. There's Coach Quinn Snyder, his team in a hole now. They lose 119-111 to 111 to the Clippers uh, last night in uh, Game 5 of their best-of-seven playoff series. The Clips with three games to two advantage now in the series. Let's uh, continue the postgame sound going with Rudy Gobert. Hey, Rudy. So you guys obviously got off to that incredible offensive start, but it seemed like uh, the defensive rotations were kind of a problem all along. Can you kind of just take us through what went wrong on that end? Um, I didn't feel like we were playing with a sense of urgency at the beginning of the game. You know, we obviously we were, we was, we were doing a great job making shots and, and scoring. And in a way, I wish we would have missed shots. So maybe we would have thought that we need to play some defense to, to, to win this game. And, uh, you know, we just... You know, we just didn't. We we turned it up defensively throughout the course of the game, but uh, you know, uh, when when a team like this gets comfortable, uh, you know, it, it's tough to. I mean, you you put yourself in a position when you can you can go either way, and uh, you know, it went their way tonight. You know, we. I mean, we. Just no urgency at the beginning of the of the game defensively. You know, the communication. Uh, you know, the transition wasn't there. Um, and every single one, you know, of their player is going at us, you know. And, you know, on the other side, uh, you know, it's a different it's a different story. You know, they, I feel like they just play more physical than we did. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Rudy, what's the mood of the team right now heading into game six? I mean, we got to win. <laughs> We gotta get there, get out there, and uh, you know, uh, do anything we can to put ourselves in a position to win the game. You know, and we know that we're gonna need a better um, collective effort than we had tonight. And you know, man, hopefully we get more urgency. You know, the, the next game because now we if, we if we lose, we're going home. So uh, we can't get more urgency than that. You know, so just gotta get our mind right. You know, and just. Just get ready to, to get a win over there and see what happens. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Rudy, why do you think the urgency wasn't there? Um, I mean, I think many reasons. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, maybe the, the, maybe the fatigue, maybe the fact that Kawhi didn't play. Uh, 
you know, it could be many things. Uh, I just felt like, you know, we, we want to, we want to, we know, we know that we have to be a dominant defensive team uh, in order to win. And it starts with me, you know, and there's a lot of, I mean, uh, there's a lot of times when guys went at me and, you know, and I didn't stop them. So it starts with me. And, and then, you know, as, as a team, uh, I just felt like our communication wasn't there early on. Um, the urgency wasn't there. So it's, you know, I think it's, it's, it's just a collective, you know, mindset, uh, you know, and we're going to watch film and see see what what really happened. But that's what I felt on the court. You know, I felt like early on we were trading trading baskets, and because we had a five point ten point lead, it was okay. But as soon as they turned up the level defensively, uh, and we, as soon as we stopped making those threes, you know, uh, they kept attacking us, getting to the line, and you know, getting to the rim, and uh, we just it was hard for us to to stay afloat. Maxime Lagarge, the free agent. Um, how will you prepare the next game? You talk about the emergency, but how will you find this emergency state of mind? Uh, no, it's about going out there, play as a team, uh, and, and you know, uh, play with effort, play with great communication, and play as a team offensively. And you know, I think if we do those three things. Uh, you know, we're going to be in a great position to, to to win this game. You know, we. I mean, obviously, when we make the shots, it's 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 great. But when we don't make the shots, we got to understand that in the playoff, we're not going to make we're not going to always make the shots. So we got we have to um, have our defensive mindset and our physicality on from the get from the from the start of the game. And 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 then you know when the shots fall, usually it goes together when we play defense. We be able to get transition, and we we we, we get wide open shots, and and you know, and and and, and they found him for some reason. But it's you know, it's obviously it starts with us communication uh, and uh, and the defensive mindset. Matthew calls AP. What are the Clippers doing to? get you away from the spots that you guys want to get to on offense and taking away some of those shots that have, that you've been getting all season, especially in that third, third quarter. What, what were they doing to take that away from you? I mean, I'm going to have to watch film, but, you know, it does feel like we had, we had a lot of good ones, you know, um, a lot of good shots that we had that we, we didn't make or that were bouncing in and out. And then there's a few times when, you know, I feel like we, we should attack the rim or, or you know, or, or move the ball a little more and, 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 and we don't. So it's, you know, it's, it's a great learning experience regardless for us. And, you know, and it can't always be perfect, but, uh, you know, it's all about keep playing, try to play the right way for the majority of the game and, you know, keep moving the ball. And when we've done that, we, we, we saw that, it was really hard for them to guard us and we're getting to the line, getting, you know, finding our bigs because they play, especially when they play small and uh, finding the, 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 the threes, you know, and it's pretty much breaking them down when we play the right way. So it's, it takes a lot of mental um, toughness to keep playing the right way when they kind of speed, speed us up a little bit. But I think we, I think we can do it. Christos Celtis for DNA. Hello, Rudy. Now uh, the game six is win or go home game for you. How important is to approach it as the biggest and the most important game of your season? 
like I've just said, you know, it's it's about uh, coming with the mentality of, you know, it's win or go home for us. So we're going to do anything that we can to, uh, to, to, to play the best basketball that we can play, play as a team, uh, play defense, communicate, and, uh, and see what happens. You know, I think when we when we focus on those things, uh, everything else kind of falls into place. You know, and uh, and it's been really hard for them to guard us when we play with force and we and we play that way, and and then we're able to set our defense. And you know, when we play half court defense, it's it's a lot harder for them too. You know, so it's it's all connected. You know, it's uh, you gotta also give them credit. I mean, they made a lot of shots tonight. And a lot of them were on easy shots. So, you know, uh, it's hopefully, you know, we can uh, make it a little harder for them next game and then see what happens. Last question, Alex Behar, Salt Lake uh, Tribune. Rudy, uh, obviously, um, Donman's not playing at 100% right now. And tonight, um, he really seemed to kind of um, struggle um, um, moving, not, you know, not moving very fluidly. Um, as teammates, what do you guys do to kind of not only support him uh, kind of just emotionally throughout the game, but also maybe take some of the pressure off of him? I mean, it takes team effort. You know, we, we all try to make sure we, we're there for one another. Uh, we need to be there for one another defensively and offensively. And, uh, you know, and obviously none of us playing with through injuries, some other guys playing through some other stuff. So it's, you know, it's the playoffs. And at the same time, you know, we got we to gotta make sure we try to give everything we got, we, we, we have. You know, it's it's better to have a Donovan that's 90% than to have no Donovan at the end of the day. So it's, you know, it's ready on the whole team to, to give, try to give everything they have and, and try to help each other out and, you know, and, and see what happens. That was Rudy Gobert, not pleased uh, with the defensive effort from the Jazz tonight, and uh, don't blame him. Uh, Jazz could not get stops even when they were in fuego in the first half. The Clippers still kept it close. Let's go down to Donovan Mitchell. Don, can you take us through kind of what it was like in the locker room after that one ended? Um, disappointing. Um, I think for us, understanding that this is a winnable game for us, you know, outside of Paul having a great night and a few other guys doing well, but I think disappointment, but understanding that, you know, we can't really sit here and sulk. The series is not over. We got a lot of life left to give and a lot of juice to give and we just gotta go out there and play with the level of desperation that we've never played with before. Otherwise we'll be home. Tony Jones, the athletic. Tony Jones. I'm sorry. Uh, Donovan, Rudy, Rudy said that he doesn't feel that you guys came out with a sense of urgency defensively um, tonight. Um, do you agree with that? And, and if you do agree with that, if there's something to that, why are we talking about urgency in game five of a series? Um, I think, you know, they, they, we came out. I think the offense, we had two turnovers. I had one, I think, to start the game off. We just didn't – we weren't – you know, we just made mistakes. I, don't, I wouldn't say we didn't call it level urgency. I, I think, you know, we, we, we came out and uh, we're just fighting. You know, at the end of the day, like, you know, the score may not reflect it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily we uh, didn't have a sense of urgency. But at the end of the day, man, we compete and we got to continue to compete. We got to find a way to make it tough on these guys throughout the full 48. Um, the last three games have been, you know, pretty easy for them offensively. And, you know, we got to do a better job as a unit. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. 
Don, you guys have been talking about the need to kind of get the defense on a higher level for the last few games. What do you see at this point that is lacking? You know, what did, what did you need to do tonight that you guys didn't? Um, I mean, you know, I think we can, I think we're going to make some adjustments. I think Paul's a little comfortable, you know, I, I hats off to him for, for doing what he does and, you know, doing whatever, but you know, you can't just have Royce out there and, and then just really help. We got to make it tough. And then when guys get open looks, you know, just because they're quote unquote non shooters, can't give them easy ones. We got to still get out there and contest and make them see a hand. And I think that's, you know, the biggest thing, you know, uh, Terrence Mann played his ass off. Um, Reggie Jackson being Reggie Jackson Morris is more like we got to understand that we got to be able to close out to these guys um, and make it tougher on them as a whole. Um, the numbers will show that, you know, the status starting five, they, they have four, four guys in double figures, but, you know, those, those little shots, you know, like Kennard having seven, like two big ones, you know, it's tough on us. Like that's a, that's a, it's a game changer, you know, throughout the entire game. And I think we just got to make certain, all these, all these shots got to make it tougher. And, like I said, if we don't, we're going to be home and we have no choice at this point. Um, and I think we will pick it up and we will be better in game six because we have no choice. Matthew calls AP. Donovan, when you're playing without your usual explosiveness, probably the ankles bothering you a little bit, what can you do um, to be effective out there without your usual um, abilities? <laughs> Um, figuring it out, you know, for most of my life, I've been able to push by, explode by and jump through people or over people. And, you know, for the first time in my career, I've had to play on the floor. Um, so being able to not to just uh, knowing when to attack, picking my spots, finding my teammates. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, being able to kind of get off it when they're doubling me and engaging the blitz. And I think I, can, I did a solid job of that. I can do better. Um, this is a learning process, and, you know, it sucks that I'm learning this through the playoffs, but it is what it is and you no know, excuses. So just being able to kind of bait the bait the blitz with no one to attack and, and kind of just slow down a little bit, um, I think that's what I've been doing throughout the entire playoffs because obviously can't really – Move. All right. One last question to Megman, ESPN.com. Donovan, how much pain are you in? And, and with this being an every other day situation, is there any hope uh, of the ankle getting better? Or is this just something you're going to have to deal with as long as you guys are alive? I'm going to have to deal with it, Tim. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> um, I ain't got nothing else to say. Like, you know, it's just, it's tough when you, you're, you're trying different things that you normally do and you see spots you can get to, but you can't. So you got to find a way to make it, make it happen. Um, it, it's tough, but I gotta find a way. Otherwise I'm going to be home. And, you know, I said it last year that, you know, we didn't, we didn't do all this. And I said during the year, we didn't do all this to lose in the second round. So got to figure it out. Otherwise that's it. There's Donovan Mitchell talking a lot about that injured ankle, talking about uh, how he's having to play on the floor, and that's uh, certainly different from him as he's used to uh, having that athletic advantage. And uh, clearly, Donovan Mitchell frustrated and knows the team's back is up against the wall. Let's uh, finish off the postgame sound with Boyan Bogdanovich. Hey, Bogey, just you know, after the terrific early start that you had to the game, uh, you didn't get as many shots up in the second half, and obviously, as a team, the the three point shots started to fall or started not to fall. Why was that that uh, they, they couldn't find you more easily, I guess, in the second half? And just kind of from a shot-making point, point of view, what was happening? I mean, they're 
they're a smart team. They they adjusted, so they were not helping that much of me. You know, in the second half, in the first half, they were. We had a couple. I had a couple in a in a fast break. We had a, also a lot of shot of of Dono ones. They were they were trying to double him and blitz him, but uh, I think that that was not not the key or not the point why we why we why we lost the game today. Maria Vidal tap Deportes. Hi, Boyan. Despite the loss, what do you think is going to be the key to step up? move forward and get ready to get that win in LA and have the chance of tidying the series. I mean it's it's our, our defense and also our, our offense. We didn't start well last last three games offensively with a couple turnovers and, and, and bad shots we are allowing them to, to get in a in a game with easy easy buckets and then it's tough to guard them. So like I said our our defense gotta gotta be key. Our defense get us to into the playoffs in, in a number spot in a, in a league. So we gotta we gotta kinda be more focused and, and, and be more aggressive defensively. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Boyan, we know that Donovan is playing through a lot of pain right now and um you know, he's told us that he's having to play the game a little bit differently because he's used to being able to explode over guys and to have a little bit more burst. Have you guys been maybe setting up plays a little bit differently? And have you guys have to had to adjust to him playing differently? I mean, they're, they were doubling him for, for whole game. So, so he was trying to, to find, to find us for the easy shot. We had a, Again, 50, 54 threes, which is which is good for us. This this who, who we are. But uh, I mean, big big credit to Donovan as well that he is playing with uh, with the pain. He's trying to trying to do and help help us. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy. To, it's not easy to play on that way. But like I say, we all need to we all need to step up next game. Rebecca Harlow, TNT. You're talking about your defense, how you feel like there are some things that you guys can clean up there. And, you know, one of the things that we were hearing from coach was that he felt like you guys needed more communication. Did you feel like that that was a fair assessment? And if communication wise, you guys weren't talking as much as you typically do and what we usually see when you guys are playing on a string, what what needs to change there in your mind? I mean, of course, they play small ball almost whole game. So, of course, that is it's big, big time for us to to communicate better. Like I said, we allow we allow a lot of a lot of guys to get easy in a game, and then it's it's tough to it's tough to help double double PG or or, or whatever. He had a terrific night again. But yeah, coach is right. We gotta we gotta communicate better, but also we gotta we gotta be better on on the ball and and, and contain. Contain the guys, force them for the, for the tough shots. All right, we have time for one last question. Christos Saltos, Sport DNA. Hello, Boyan. How different team were the Clippers tonight without Kawhi Leonard on the floor? And about you, how important to to be ready mentally wise about Game Six? I mean, we knew that they're gonna have a couple other guys that they're gonna step up. They're gonna have a bigger role, more more shots but I think that it's 
that it's all on all on us. We gotta we gotta be better no matter who is on uh, on opposite side. We show we show a lot of times how how good we are. I mean, there's no back. Next game, it's the biggest the biggest game of this season. I think that uh, the way we played whole season, we deserve the chance to have a game seven on on, on our court and and. Like I said, it's time to play defense and, and, and step up. There's Boyan Bogdanovich, 32 points tonight for Boyan, 10 of 20 shooting last night, excuse me, 9 of 17 from uh, 3 as uh, he really had it going there in that first half. But Bogdanovich said it as well. The Jazz are going to have to figure out how to guard in game number 6 if they hope to have it back to Salt Lake City for a game 7. There's the best of the postgame show. When we come back, what is trending? All the headlines. Stay with us.